Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everyone. Episode 189 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbard, and who smells with me tonight? <laughs> it's Vincent Goodwin from Some <laughs> of My Friends Read Comic. And welcome back. And this was 100% your pick that we've been trying to yes, get on the was. show now for like six months. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a minute. This, this, yes. uh, yeah, I, I think I alluded to it and like I teased it in every episode I've been in previously. Go back and see the clues. Because <laughs> sure. it's like, what would I do? Princess Persia. And I think I talked about it then. I'm sure I talked about it on what you've been. Pl- no, maybe best of 2002, even though this is an 03 game. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a while because I've been planning on having this, and then we had to move things around. Like this was actually supposed to be back in like May or June. This was supposed to be, re- I think, recorded and released, but then we had to push it, and now it's August. But we are talking about I Ninja, developed by Argonaut Games, published by Namco, and came out in 2003. Yes, what a, a game that I'm surprised a lot of people actually had good things to say when I asked for like I so I asked for comments every episode. I'll, we won't get those at the end, but. I was surprised. Like, I always kind of judge how an episode is going to do based on people actually respond to me or not. And people responded to me. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Ninja, it's, what? It's it's a cult classic. I also I, I saw because I'm in the laser time community where you were. And I, I remember the you know, they love they like I Ninja. I remember the first time I ever went into the laser time community. I I made some reference or something to I Ninja and Maui Mallard, um, <laughs> which is a Donald Duck game where he has like a. Magnum PI persona or something. Yeah, I don't Super know. Nintendo game. Yeah. And I made a reference to Maui Mallard and I Ninja and like three other people liked it. And then like, yes, and did it. And I'm like, I'm home. Like, who are these weirdos <laughs> talking about I Ninja and Maui Mallard? Like, like this mm-hmm. is, this is the weirdest thing. And the Maui Mallard and I Ninja are not the same game, but I Ninja, no. I feel like it's probably like a cult hit that like, if you know about it, you really like it. It was the same way. Uh, this is probably different. Like, People who liked Game of Thrones like in 1999, like we all were like, yeah, this book is really good, y'all. Like it wasn't a big seller, but everybody <laughs> who knew it was like, oh, my gosh, this is like the best. And I, I mean, now getting far ahead on shelf stacker box, I don't know if it is the best, but it certainly <laughs> left an impression back in 2003. Oh, that's good. That's what a game. That's what you want a game to do. I had no history of this game. I didn't even know this game existed until one of our early recordings together. You'd mentioned it. I looked it up. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. But great. I had great. no idea what I was getting myself into. Yeah, because I talked about it as like the murderer's row of like 2003 games that just like came and bombed, which I mean, I know Prince of Persia's Hand of Time. We covered that. That bombed. Beyond Good and Evil also bombed. And then this one, I Ninja. And I kind of lumped them all together as like kind of platformers, kind of all trying to do something new, great controls. And then just everybody's like, I'm not playing that stupid ninja game. Um, and it doesn't it's have a, a go. It's a very unique game, though. Like, it, it's not what I expected going in. It's a 3D platformer mascot type thing where you play as a ninja with a big head that fights robot ninjas that all smell, apparently. The Odor <laughs> army, yeah. The Ranks army, I'm sorry. They're yeah, they bring up the he brings up the stinky comment all the damn time. Like, this game's always having humor. I want to I, I want to I want to give you a pitch on this this yeah. game in 03 and why this sold me. Would you like a platformer from the original Star Fox team? Yeah, I guess I would. Would you like the main character voiced by Fry from Futurama and Ren and Stimpy Billy West? Sure. Why? OK. And then would you like all the animation to be done by Don Bluth, who made like Secret of Nim and Anastasia, but he's doing 3D animation, which he's never done before and will never do again. 
<laughs> in this ninja game. Sure. And I was like, 2003 me was like absolutely 100% all in on Star Fox platformer plus Billy West plus Don Bluth. I'm in. And I don't know why. Um, but I found this like utterly charming. I found this, you know, I'm a, I was a big Futurama fan, especially in 03. And this was like, yes, more Billy West being silly and all his like weird sounds that he makes when he's jumping around. It was, it's a ridiculous premise. Um, I don't know yes, how you sell it. <laughs> and I love the uh, game. Yeah. And I love Dragon's Lair 3D from the year before, which I talk about, even though that is a terrible game. Um, it's yeah, you told me do not put that on the show. Do not. It's so good, though. It's so good. It's so <laughs> it's, it's not a good game. It's not a good game, but it's so good. Um, and Don Bluth also also was involved in that. But that one makes a little more sense why he'd be involved in that. I don't know why he was here. But a paycheck, I guess. Probably. I don't. He didn't do much video games beyond this. Um, that wasn't like legacy work, like bringing back Dragon's Lair. So <laughs> he's still alive. I mean, he doesn't do much video games. He still has Kickstarters for Dragon's Lair stuff every now and then, though. Well, Dragon's Lair is his creation, so that makes sense. Right. Dragon's Lair, Space Ace, again, Secret of Nim, uh, American Tale, Lamb oh, okay. Time. Yeah. He was the great, like, anti Why the hell is he doing game. this? Exactly. Exactly. Like, that just makes no sense. Like, because this is a very odd game. This The animation is Tiny odd. He bombed. He, it bankrupted, I think, the animation studio. Oh, that's did, sad. Which is also a great movie, even though it's written by Joss Whedon. It's still a great movie. But man, I don't know what Don Bluth's doing here in 2003, but what a game. You need a paycheck, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's my estimate. It probably is. I mean, we all need paychecks. <laughs> uh, it's just, so I came into this with no expectations. I played the first level, which the first level, I mean, some of the, so this game is very divided. It has five worlds, which we'll get into, like five hub worlds. And then from there, you're able to pick different missions in the levels. And the way the missions are, you'll you'll have like some objective of something. And your whole goal is always to get the mark at the end of the level, which is how you upgrade your character, which is how then you you unlock belts, which then let you unlock more levels and keep playing the game. Yeah. They're, they're like stars. It's, it's like getting a star. And okay, I mean, that's a good that's a good way to put it, yes. Yeah. It's very structured, very similarly to uh to Super Mario sixty four. There's, you know, the hub world. You know, y'all just cover Super Mario sixty four. I don't think I'm gonna be I don't think I'm gonna make people mad the way Cody made mad, people mad. <laughs> With his takes. But yeah, basically you go in, you get the you get the marks at the end, which are like stars. There are three instances of the, each level that you have to do. That's um, where the game says fuck you in a big with a big middle. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're yeah, absolutely. You you end up having to redo the levels to get more stars, kind of like I would say almost like Mario Galaxy's like challenge stars, not the ones where it's like, let's do this, but we'll go a different path than the same level. Not that. Not like Mario 64. It's like, now we're going to race Koopa the Quick in the same level environment. Nothing like that. It's no, just like, it's... hey, now you have to do this level really fucking quick. Or you have to find 12 red coins in this level. Or you have to kill X number of enemies in this level. But otherwise, it's the exact same level. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't mind. The red coins, I just used the guide after a while. Because that was yeah. the easiest way to do it. Because they would hide them in random places. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was okay. Yeah, 10 red coins. I'm like, hmm, red coins. Hmm, where'd you get this idea from, buddy? Hmm, but from uh, from Diggity Kong Racing. Silver <laughs> coins. You just changed the color, right? No. It, it, I was thinking of Mario 64. But yeah, I know. <laughs> Argonaut, it was all right. Like, it, it's yeah. the timer is what broke me early on. Because when we started playing this game for the show, I didn't know if I was going to make it. Because you kind of, you don't have to beat all levels, but you have to beat a lot of missions. Which meaning doing the, doing the extra missions in order to actually get to the end of this game. Or you will not have enough stars in quotations let's say right. to to unlock the final door like you just will not 
Yeah, the, the, the things. Each door is blocked, and you can't do the every. So you know, we said it's a ninja game. Each instance of it is black. You know, behind whether ever your your belt is for whatever ninja you are. So I think you start as like a white belt. Yes. Um, and so like after you beat a level, then the door will change to like a yellow belt, saying like you can't get this until you get a yellow belt. But you have to get five stars in order to get a yellow belt, which is again like Super Mario sixty four was like you can't go up to this level mm-hmm. unless you have fifty stars you know those kind of things so it all makes sense it's just it's what it asks of you is a lot and it doesn't it's not very clean like i think in mario 64 like you can go through pretty quickly and just be like okay i i cleaned out these things but you can't you can be a level in minutes but you could do bob on battlefield you beat the one objective you just go do the, the next one you you're not like hey you can't come back and do the second level of bob on battlefield until you've beaten like three other stars you, it's not, you know, you can go to three other worlds yeah. and three other levels and then come back to Bob on Battlefield. That's what this game is asking you to do. Yeah, it it's a, a, it's a weird stuff. choice. I'm getting into the negatives here because the yeah, game that's is fine. I will be too. awesome. But like you do that and then you're like, OK, well, cool. I can't do anything left in this world because I'm not a blue belt. I'll go to world two. And then you go in world two and you clean out everything, but you can't get to the boss because you're not still not a blue belt. And or you're not you're not whatever the next belt is. So you have to go. You have to go trudge back to world one. You can't just keep going forward. You have to keep trudging backwards. And it doesn't allow like any warps again, I guess, like Super Mario 64. You have to physically walk back to. And it's annoying because you have to go like you have to go through doors and then you have to try to find the door you're looking for it. I mean, yes, it doesn't sound that, but it it was annoying. It was like a 3D hub. I mean, again, Mario 64 managed to do this pretty well, but it's like, okay. I, the only exit to the next level, you know, you know, like you're on like the ground floor and you're like, OK, well, I know I'm going up to the upper world and then I need to go up higher. Like, where were the fuck was that door and where were my levels? Like if every single world level was <laughs> hidden the way like you have to jump into like a weird painting that's like hidden in a reflection of a mirror. Like that's the kind of level. It's not like <laughs> there, it's not like Diddy Kong Racing where, again, like all four levels are just like, here's all four levels. Just look at them right now. I have to like go and walk. I'm like, I don't. And especially I'm playing like in piecemeal, you know, over a couple weeks. I'm like, did I go up this weird cavernous path? By the time you get to world four, it's like there's a cavernous path that you have to do all this weird platforming to then be like, you already did this level. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> well, this are, this is all the negative things like, man, they really hate iNinja. There's a all lot of quality of life problems with this game. Yeah, because uh, it's 2003. I mean, that's a big part of it. But the thing that broke me was early on when I was trying to redo the levels, there's a timer in these levels. Yes. And I'm playing with save states because it's me. Come on now. So no one should be surprised. And I, when I fail a level and I'm using save states where I'm doing each part where I consider like perfect, there's a problem. Right. And it, that's it, what it, broke me. It requires like perfection in a way that like I'm not used to for a video game. So yeah. like what you would expect, like if it says like if you beat, you know, in a racing game or this like beat this level in two minutes. A reasonable person, a, a great person should be able to beat it like in a minute 40, a minute 45. Or and less. you can have like one or two fuck ups and you'll and you'll still be fine to get in like at 159. Right. You have to like there was one level that I know I think it was in world three or four where I had to do it in like two minutes. And it was literally like coming out of this jump. You need to land and grind on this skate rail because, oh, yeah, because this is 2003. We're, we're talking like Tony Hawk. Tarzan level of grinding on on rails and shit because it's it's 2003. Mm-hmm. But like you have to come off of this like jump, land immediately on that rail because if you waste a second landing and then walking to it, you're fucked. 
and it's too long of a level for like one fuck up at the very end is going to fuck you up, you know, like that kind of shit. Like, and like, you don't even know like, Oh, the fact that I messed up on that jump halfway through the level, that's going to like completely ruin my time. Like it requires a perfection. I, I Sonic racing two, Sonic all-star racing transform Two had this exact same thing where it was like, you had to be like perfect coming out of every single turn or you weren't going to do the challenges. And, I, and I've never seen that other than that game. Every other game, like rubber bands or like allows some. <laughs> was it necessary to beat the game? Me, I don't think they were. I think they were like side challenges or something. See, I'm okay with stuff that's extra hard if it's like just there yeah. because like, hey, we you know we want to give you more of your game. Like the problem with iNinja is that these missions that we're talking about are pretty much mandatory if you want, especially in the early game, you need to beat these other missions to get more stars to get farther in the game or you're not going to be able to. And yeah, that's what yeah. kind of pissed me off. Yeah, because you've cleaned out like everything, but you still have to you know, you're, you're, you're like, you have to get this world because there's no other levels to play because they're all blocked out because they're the belt that you aren't at. Yeah. So this is the only one you can beat. Man. And that's where, like, the huge challenge comes in because, like, the timer... Well, I mean, the way that I got through this game is I found out pretty early, and you know your game is hard. Like, this reminded me of when we did Robotech Battlecry a long time ago on the show. I, there's a cheat code that you can hold down R1, square, 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 circle, L1, triangle, triangle, R1, square, square, and you just complete the mission. But if it's a mission where you have to kill so many enemies or a mission where you have to collect 10 red coins, it does not work. It does not complete the mission. It just says mission failed because you didn't do this. You have to actually do everything, then put in the code. Weird. Okay. I know it was a very thing. I thought, okay, I'll just put it in, you know, beat the level. Like, nope. If it's a level where you need objectives, it will just complete the mission. But since you didn't have the stuff you needed, the mission is considered failed. Right. Well, and, and, and the poor design of this game is, is the instance where you're like, we got to beat this level in two minutes. It doesn't change the level at all. No. So you have like, so if you were, you had enemy encounters that it doesn't make sense to fight them and you should just run past them. Cause if you spend five seconds fighting them, you <laughs> fucked yourself. Like it's just, it makes more sense to just keep running. Why did you even put the spawns of these enemies in here? If you know, you need your player to be that perfect. Like, it just seems like it's a weird distraction. It seems like a it bad just... testing. Like, whoever tested this game back in 2002 or 2003, like, was so good at it that they're like, oh, yeah, this guy, like, we can we can go with this. Because that's what really got me is like, this is not stuff like this is too perfect. Right. And, right. And, like, and like the challenge stars of like Mario, like, you know, Mario Galaxy, I'm specifically thinking of there are ones where like, all right, it's this level and it's got like a scary, scary music. And it's like, you know, go fast. And it's like, cool. But they like cut shit out of the level to make it easier to be like you don't get you know stay on the path this is how you have to do it to be able to beat it this fast like in a way that this game just like oh we just put him in the level and we set a timer and we called it a day and we're like oh yeah you know the guy who who developed the game he's able to beat it in time just in time so it must be perfect oh shit yeah it's one of those things where like i'm watching speedruns of it now and they can beat the levels in time but they like skip entire sections of the level by just doing like weird jumps and stuff yeah but like, it, yeah, like I mean, the way speedrunners do, it's like, ah, I yeah. think you broke the level, man. I don't think you did it the way a person is normally supposed to do it. <laughs> and but that, yeah, that bothered me a lot. I mean, that and it's really more it's more prominent. Like the way the game starts off, the first world has a bunch of timers later on as you progress through the game. Because I kept doing all the other missions just because I thought I had to. So I was trying to knock them all out early on. Yeah. They get away from the timer in World 2 and World 3 and move more into find the 10 red coins and kill X amount of enemies. Right, because the levels get longer. Oh, yeah. God, they get really long near the end. Yeah. 
the red coins wasn't so bad because you could look up a guide or you could usually find them as long as you explored every area. And unless well, there was a fuse level. Did that you do fuse, fuse level was a pitch. And the fu- okay, so there's also, in addition to timer levels, there's also fuses where there's like a only dynamite fuse. Is there only one? Really? There's only the one level that you're, yeah. I played oh, all I levels did in the game. so much, okay. I did, I just felt like I kept coming back to it, okay. These levels look the same too. There's, a, oh. there's, we're going to get to the why this game rules in a bit. Um, but, but man, yeah, there's like a fuse level where there's a dynamite fuse where it's going and you have to find the 12 red coins and fucking race it. Uh huh. That one at least has some rubber banding. I could tell, like, you could like get hung up on a jump and then like you get to like the next like checkpoint area and you can see like, oh, that thing is just like five seconds ahead of me where it really should be like 30 seconds ahead of me because this game usually does that shit. But that's where it was nice at least. But man, yeah, those was like, where the fuck are these 12 red coins? Including like you'd have to you had to kill like, I think, one dude to get his red coin or you had to hit one barrel. There were like you had to hit barrels, multiple barrels, but some of which had hit. enemies that came out of them. And some of them had a red coin. I think there's even a mission in there. You have to kill X amount of people, too. It's the, it's the last mission, I think. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, this Which game was like. I was like, I, I got good at that level because I couldn't really cheat through that level except for the very end if I kill all the right enemies or if I got all the red coins and I was just like, just going to miss where the star is. After you grab all the stuff, you have to get to the star in time. Then I could cheat. Mm-hmm. But that was it. Because it's so <laughs> weird how the cheat code works in this game. I mean, without the cheat code and without save states, oh, I never would have gotten through this game. Right. <laughs> I, I, I got there. I got all the way to the to the final the level right before the final boss and then i was like i'm not doing this 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 is this is enough for me i've seen every level i mean i do like that each level kind of has like a theme like the first level is you're trying to put together this giant robot yeah and then you're gonna and you do a boss fight second level i don't remember what the theme second that was that that one was the uh like kind of bay and you could cut up the fish on the side no, I never uh, did that. I saw the fish, but I didn't cut them up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then the third one's like Jungle Falls, and the fourth one is the Caverns, and then the fifth one is the Moon Base. And there is a sixth one, too, if you get everything in the game to go to the Battle Arena. Oh, yeah. I did which not was not happening, by the way. I did so, not do that this time. I did 100% it back in 03. That's impressive. I don't know how. I, don't, I, I do know how. What happened is I came back from... I It was my first summer, or my first Christmas back from college, and... I got the game. I was looking forward to it. I actually worked at a Nintendo site at the time and I got it for free, which is great because I was looking forward to it. And it was Christmas. And just like the way that like me and my friends like just weren't clicking the way back that we'd come back, you know, for the first summer or the first winter after college. Like it just wasn't clicking the girl I was into. Like I clearly like I could tell like it wasn't happening and I wasn't acting well. And then my grandfather also passed away. So it was just like it was a bad Christmas. And then I Ninja showed up. And it was like, do you want to feed your depression with a ninja game that requires perfection? Yes. So it was this one bright spot in me being shitty and having a shitty Christmas that I really, really enjoyed. What were you, 22 at the time? 18. Oh, okay. 18. Yeah, I was a baby. Oh, you're younger than me then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it was 18 and 03. No. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm older than you. Oh, wait, yeah, never mind. Yeah. I'm 34. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 37. Yes. I was going to say, if you're 22, nobody likes you when you're 22. No, no, nobody likes you when you're 23. Um, what's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're still stuck in freshman year. That's right. But, but either way, yeah, it was, it was that that's what happened for me. And I was, I was very high on this game. And I, again, love Dragon's Lair 3D. So I was like on a big, like Don Bluth animation kick between that and Futurama. And it was a lot of fun. And I think what's really great about this game, though, is it, it just has pure, great controls like it is a mechanically it is fucking fun to control the ninja he has he has like he has 
he's got like Prince of Persia type moves that we've, and I was on the Prince of Persia Sands of Time episode. I think this one's better than Prince of Persia. More like you have like running Ooh. wall stuff. Yep. Yep. Bold, but accurate. Hot <laughs> takes, not, not hot takes. I'm, I'm, I'm quoting your other show. Cause I just listened to the Super Mario 64. Like not as hot takes as, as Cody Laveau saying it's like Banjo Kazooie has the best hub worlds eat my dick. But, but not like that, not that bold, but definitely like, but it's got the same type of moves where you like run on the walls. You have like a kind of like rail that you can, you, you, you slide on rails, which isn't Prince of Persia, but you just like a lot of mobility. You can do like the kind of grapple hook. That's like in Metroid prime and those kind of things. It's, it's really solid, but then like the ninja combat, like when you can get on a groove where you're like hitting one dude behind you and hitting another dude, and then you jump and you can slice them in half, like right down the middle and then they and then they split apart and then they, they with their green blood oh my god 23 or 2003 me was like this is the best games can get no better this game rules man i loved it just the combat felt so good the control felt so good <laughs> it, I, I think it's absolute delight and it's still a great delight to play yeah love that I mean, I did have fun with the controls. I, I didn't like when the game wasn't making me do gimmicky things like beat a level in a certain amount of time or I enjoyed the platforming. I enjoyed killing enemies, especially once I got the heal ability midway through the game. Yep. Like I had or not midway early on. I had fun. Yeah. Like I did have fun with the game. It was just the gimmicky stuff when it's like, you know, when I had to play a level because one thing I complained about before and <laughs> I think this game reminded me of Shadow of the Hedgehog, which is not a good thing. Yeah, where, who you are. In Shadow of the Hedgehog, you have to beat levels. Like, it was fun when you just ran through a level as fast as you could and beat it. It was annoying when you had to go through and find and kill all the enemies or find these certain things that are hidden throughout the level. That's when the game's like, okay, now you're getting annoying because you're making me play the exact same level over and over again is doing a couple different things. And that's kind of what this game does, too, and it reminded me a lot of that. Absolutely. I think, yeah. That was a problem. Like, don't do that to your player. Like, I get it. Limitations. I get 2003. Like, I understand, but... It, it hurt me. So so my general thesis around this game is that I think the ninja mechanics, I think everything about that rules and then it doesn't know what to do with them because it it plays its hand. I would say probably like every single mechanic other than like the heal ability and like you get like a few special abilities that are more just like room clearing, you know, yep. attacks, everything you pretty much see like in the first world. I don't think there's anything that like really comes out like you know, the, no, the, you don't get more con- attacks. You don't other than the other than like the other abilities. I didn't even use them all. You don't get anything else. You don't, you don't get any. You don't get any new attacks. You don't get any new enemies. It's just the ninjas get a, the bad guy. Ninjas get like a different color and sometimes block a little more. There's like a fire breathing dog thing. And they take um, more hits, th- too. Yeah. And everything gets more spongy. There's the um, but you also are upgrading your sword at the same time. So it's kind of one of those things like whatever you're facing is always going to take three to seven hits. Uh, the, as long as you're, yeah, because I mean, I worked on constantly upgrading my sword too in this yeah. game because that was a nice incentive for me. Like, okay, if I kill every enemy, I'm eventually working towards leveling up my sword because you get money too in this game that doesn't really serve a purpose other than to unlock terribly, terribly hard mini stages. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I don't know if you did any of them. Well, you, I did. Yeah, before. and uh, they were going to make a Game Boy Advance game that looked like it was pretty much just that. Based off of the demo, like the kind of like it kind of, they look like monkey ball levels. They're just kind of like floating in space. Like you, um, you said that before, like before we started playing this game, you're like, I was like monkey ball. And I'm like, what? And then <laughs> that goes away after a bit. Yeah, like, they abandoned that premise pretty quickly. Except for the mini stages. It's in the first three levels all have have a part where you have to ro- roll a ball. 
but then they get away from it and they don't really come back to it until, except for some of the mini stages that right. are bonus stages are really fucking hard. Yeah, because you'll get like halfway through a level and then the ninja will uh, either stand, or I guess there's some levels where it's like explicitly like you're going to be rolling on like a gunpowder barrel and it's going to leave gunpowder throughout the whole uh, level. And so then at the end, you can blow up something. So don't get the gunpowder barrel blown up because otherwise you won't, you know, you know, you don't have to restart the level. And it's it's a pretty cool premise. It's too long of a level. Yes, yeah, but as not with the timer, time. though, because, I mean, the barrel blows up. You can go get another one and everything you kill right. will still be dead. But like in the timer part, you have to do it with the one, you know, the one barrel. one go. And then uh, and then you have to remember, like, oh, I have to actually, like, hit the gunpowder and the barrel has to be next to this lock to blow up. And there's also Oops. one where I think he gets tied to a ball, right? Is that what happened in that one? There's one. I think he like actually is like tied to the ball. It's no, it's, I don't remember him being tied to a ball. I can't remember. I just I think he did. I think it was like in the first or second time. I don't know. It's it, it. There's a weird strain through 2002 uh, GameCube year. I'm just gonna call it the GameCube year where fucking balls. They love rolling balls between Monkey Ball and Billy Hatcher and the Angry Egg and this and I'm sure other games. I don't know if they just hey we can make spheres now so let's do it in a way that we couldn't do it in the PS1 64 era. I don't know, but there definitely was like <laughs> this is a ninja game with cutscenes directed by Don Bluth. Why, why are we rolling balls? I don't know. It seems like a weird choice. And I remember when I tried to replay. There's a lot of weird things. Like the first boss in this game. That's another thing that got me. The boss fights, at least three of the five of them are are gimmick fights. Even though four or five are gimmick fights. Uh, The first boss, you fight in a giant mech. Yeah. And it's a boxing match in a mech. I had a hard time with this one. Yeah. Well, yeah. And again, this game is it's stupid. Like everything is way too spongy. Like that mech fight, you have to beat him up a lot. And then it's like five rounds of it on top of that. Like, it's too long. Oh, and there's a special version of it where you have to do that same fight without in the one of the bonus stages without taking a single hit. Yeah, I've never been good. I've never, ever like this. is This is a me thing, not a not the rest of the world thing. I don't understand boxing matches where like if they're punching with, you know, if the punch is coming from the left. I think you're supposed to to go right to dodge. You're supposed to yes. get farther away from them. But I'm like, oh well, I'll get out of the path of the punch by going to the left. So they their 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 punch will go past me to the right. And that's not how you're supposed to do it in video games, I think. But it doesn't it doesn't seem intuitive to me. It's never seemed intuitive to me. It's why I suck at punch out. It's why I suck at this. I've just never ever and I think Donkey Kong Jungle Beat does the same thing. It's like you have like boxing matches. I've never, ever been able to process that. I'm like, I go go the way the arm isn't. Don't go into the arm, but farther away. Stupid. Um, but I had a really hard time with this fight. Like, yeah, it, it was. And I watched like the speed run of it. Like what they do is they beat the shit out of him in, in with no problem at all. Like he does one punch in his, in his three hit combo and they they just let him get the one punch off and then start beating the shit out of him. Right. It's 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 yeah, it's definitely a gimmick fight. It also very much feels like Star Fox, but which makes sense. I think they also made Croc in some of the Harry they Potter did. games. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I'm just like that, that's a gimmick fight, but he just feels very spongy. And then you get to, I don't even think it's a boss fight, but whatever the the boats coming on the on the uh, beach. level. Oh, that's where you have to be, too. I want to talk about yeah. that, too, because that's yeah. It's one of a kind stage. It's the only stage of that nature. But what you have, like you, it's like a, it's a gun gallery. It's a shoot things. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Those ships, the like the scout ships, just rush their way to you. They rush, but they also, it's not like one or two hits kills them. You have to have like five or six hits on them, and then mm-hmm. there's too many waves. Like it's like 
I would ratchet down how many times it takes to kill. Maybe throw more enemies at us, but less hits per, I think, would make that better. You know, it takes a lot of hits to take out the scout ships, the battleships. Everything is a, a lot of hits. It's just wrongly tuned. And that's my big problem with this game is that everything is just like wrongly tuned. So everything's too hard. That's yeah. really the way to put it. It's just too hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, I, I like being like overwhelmed hard, not like, oh, I just got to keep doing the same thing over and over again hard. Like that, that too, bothers me. The timing was too close. Like one of the bonus levels in the first world is collect 10 red you know collect the red coins or collect 40 red coins they start getting away from like in the bonus stages they make you collect one level to collect like 150 coins and there i had i had to load and save state apart over 20 times and then we're not talking about doing the whole state we're talking about one ramp where i would go down this ramp to grab the coins that were in a row because they beat you in a row and then you had to jump on the then you had to roll your giant ball onto the side of this railing and ride down the railing, and it took... I mean, I was drinking at the time. Fireball, so no. that might have played a part in it, but it was just so... It took me over 20 tries of safe stating, trying to make it happen before I could I get it I think I gave work. up on that one. Is that the one where it was like, you're on like the down ramp, and there's like the long string of coins? Yes. Because I always got like hung up like on the left side of the ramp, and there was no way to get momentum to then get back in the center, because it turned into you like can. a balance beam. It's like super, it. super tight. Like, I mean, I, I did it. I figure it out. You actually don't have to get all the coins. You can miss some, I found out, when I finished the level. But you can't miss. I don't think you can miss that. You have to go for some of those. I'm pretty yeah, sure. and I, if once I was on the left side of that ramp, there was no way for me to, like, just get momentum to get back on that middle of that ramp. Oh, it's really then. hard to get on that. Like, you have to. And to get on. I mean, we're, I mean, one thing, you have to get on the railing and then stay on the railing. It is very difficult. Yeah, it, these are some elite level monkey ball playing. I'll tell you that. It's ridiculous. Like it shouldn't be here. It just <laughs> because I almost felt like I need. I mean, I kind of had to do them to get extra stars that I wouldn't have had to go beat the game. Because when I finished this game, I mean, I did almost all the missions in World One, World Two, and then World I Three. Did. I was starting to kind of just do what I needed to do. No, World Three I did most, and then World Four and Five I just did what I needed to and beat the game. Right, because you need like thirty-eight of the sixty-four. Yeah. or something like that but man it seems hard to achieve those things it is it even the 38 was like i didn't think i was going to beat this game like can i anyone listen to the show probably knows i beat every game on the show except for technically three and only one was lack of skill or lack of lack of ability to cheat i should say uh the other and two were just hardware issues couldn't get the game to run <laughs> i'm glad that gave you a game that's one of those ones that could break you like that that's great oh, it, i beat it though but it was i mean it was i didn't think i was gonna i mean even with like and it's i always find it impressive or not impressive i find it upsets me when a game like with save states i can't finish it's because it's poorly tuned the yeah. exact you know like it's 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 it demands perfection in a way like and this is one of those things where like i would just give give me a bronze star i don't give a shit like, mm-hmm. tell me, I, give me a C rank. I don't but care. Just let me continue with the game. Yeah. Don't hold me back. Like, it's one thing. I mean, there's nothing wrong making really challenging stages for the people out there who just want that challenge to get more out of their game. But when you hold back from beating the game by making them do insane challenges, that becomes a problem. Right. Like, if the game only needed, let's say here, you know, 25 stars to beat the game and 64 for everything, that would be fine. Because at least then you could beat every stage in the game, maybe do a couple extra stages. I didn't do the math. And then you get to experience the game because there's no redoing a level three times just with different objectives is not fun. And yeah, but it, and it's not but they're overlaid objectives again. They're not even like change. They're yeah, not even they're changing just, the level. Go through the same level now. Look for twelve red coins or ten red coins. Go through the same yeah, level now. Yeah. Kill every enemy 
that you saw before, except for maybe one right. you can miss. Like, it's also too tight. It's very tight. And then, but then the levels are also like poorly designed and they're very repetitive. Like there's one, I think the, yes. the treetops level is the one where I had to kill a bunch of guys. It's the one where you, it's got cool mechanics. Like you, you get to get like in this, in the first person view of like a missile and like shoot and go through like, like gates and stuff. And there, that one doesn't have stealth, but like there's two different areas where you're jumping through the exact same looking tree chops. You're killing the exact same enemies and you're pretty much like now float this through this thing is it doesn't it doesn't like iterate. It just like feels like it copy paste. Like, let's just do this same thing twice mm-hmm. in a way that like it's just like either make it once and just make me go through it and make this level half the link or make two levels where you build upon the mechanics for the second. Yes, time. that levels are too long. I mean, there are checkpoints in the levels, but if you're doing a time level or something, that doesn't fine. It doesn't give a shit. Like if you miss the time, it's not going to throw you back to the previous timer with more buffer time. Yeah, it's just, it's <laughs> and that's I mean, that's probably the biggest problem in the game. Like you are 100 percent right. These levels are way too long and that doesn't work in a 3D platformer when you're putting these restrictions on me. Right. Well, and some of the levels are like half of the level is like ninjaing around and then half the level is rolling around on a ball in the beginning. They get away yeah. from that. In but that should be two levels. Three. Yes, it should be. Especially when there's a timer on one of those. It's like, all right, now bust your ass to get to this ball. And <laughs> really, what are you doing here? Because we should. I'm trying to think of some of the stuff in World 2 that I want to mention. I'm pulling up World 2 now as we're talking. Because World 2 has some really, really long levels, too. That, like, there's a factory one that I swear took... It, I mean, trying to find all the enemies in that, that, that took a long yeah. time. I really liked the... Uh, yeah, World 2. I mean, like, they, they're just, like, all... I'm like, man, these are... I mean, I, 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 I my ADHD brain likes Mario 3 because every level can be done and. You know, but no platformers should should be short levels when you're playing a platform because like I played Spiral for the show not too long ago. I yeah. loved it because everything is pretty quick. You go through a level, you can get everything you need to do in one go through, and you move on to the next level. Like that's a, a platformer should be like that where it's fast. This is right. not fast. He I moves think, fast, yeah. but there's just lots of pushing. long levels. Yeah, and and I think that it would be less problematic if you didn't have to do these 15 minute levels three times. Yeah. And they're saying, fun stuff. They are There's fun the mini stuff. bosses that they introduce yeah. in this game, which I, I even though there's a there are repeat fight, I kind of like them how you both jump in the air and you fight some big ninja guy in, in the in the air, essentially. Yeah, that's cool until you get to I think it was World Four where there was like a circle room where you had to turn on all the air vents mm-hmm. to then yes. you know to float. And like at each single platform you had one of these like fly into space in the you know ethereal world and fight these guys. But if you fucked up a jump, you didn't die. You didn't <laughs> die. You just you went back to the start of the room. I don't even think there was a checkpoint. And There's all not. four of those dudes are still alive again. So oh. I had to go do this ethereal space battle. Like four of those again, every time I fucked up a move to then, you know, and it was like one of those ones where you like propeller fly. You go into, the, you know, you fly up in the air vent. Mm-hmm. You do the little like helicopter thing with your sword. You know, you do this in Mario. You do this, you know, in all sorts of games, you know, where you kind of yeah. like Zelda uh, Wind Waker, you know, like you you fly up and then you kind of float to the next vent. With the leaf, yeah. It's supposed to be that. But if you fuck up on those things, which is kind of hard because fun fact, the camera sucks in this game. <laughs> Y'all mentioned, I think, and the, the the like the L button snap behind you that Zelda mm-hmm. has that Mario 64 does not have. <laughs> that that is also not present here. No, the camera is a little annoying. In this I game. think there's also. Yeah. So the, if you fuck up on that part, then you have to you don't die and you don't even, you just go back to the beginning of the room and I'm like that's great thank you 2003 this is pretty progressive for 2003 this is like tomb raider style this is super nice and but then it's like but everything that you killed is is still alive again I'm like 
Fuck you. Don't do like battles and platforming challenges like this, like in the same room. It's a weird gauntlet. It's a weird yeah, choice. It's the game does a lot of that in, in this. I mean, it's I played the same thing, so I didn't die. It's I just reloaded. bad tuning, I think. Like, I think, like, you know, better QA testing be like, you know, separate these two concepts. Like, you can do a boss gauntlet and you can do this, but don't put them like in the same place. Like, I mean, I did, I cleared out almost all of World 2 with all their stupid. The only one I couldn't do is. The gunship has a second level where you have to get a certain amount of points, and I could right. not. I tried, and I'm just like, nah, fuck this. It was like with multipliers or something, like you have to do it real. Yeah, quick. you have to. The problem, is, I think, the I think where I screwed up is when you fight the fight, you fight a giant blimp at the end of that level because 2000 PS2, well, hell, 360 love turret section also. I mean, that's a thing in games, and you have to like, keep your multiplier going to try when you right, and you have to have a high multiplier right when you hit the boss and kill him. And I just didn't have it, and I just didn't care anymore. Yeah, that's the cheat code didn't save me. So <laughs> you don't have yeah. 50,000 when you hit that. When you put in that cheat code, the level don't count, which is just dumb. Like, come on, you gave me a cheat code. Like, let me use it. I mean, most I mean, and again, most games don't have. I mean, this wasn't like a game share code. This was a literal cheat code button press in the game. Like they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I mean, there was like one game we talked about on the show, like because this is relative a Robotech battle cry. That's where I had to play with cheat codes, infinite health, to even have a chance at beating that game. Even with safety, because that game was so hard. Like it's another, those samples of a game that's just, like you said, unbalanced. Mm-hmm. It's just fun, like, but it's way too unbalanced. Yep. I agree. Like again, the mechanics are awesome. And it's just like, what are you doing here? Oh, there is a different mechanic though. And I'm not sure. I've never been able to figure out horizontal camera, whether or not it should, I, cause I always invert my camera for, uh, on the Y axis. Cause I think I just grew up with like flight sticks and stuff. And, uh, so I always, you know, sense. pull, pull back to go up, you know, for like my aiming, anything like well, yeah, that. Yeah. If you're used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not the only person I know. But that. horizontal aiming for the horizontal, you couldn't change the horizontal axis on this, on this game. I don't know what's right though, but whatever this was, like I, my instinct was to always go the opposite way. Whenever it I'm was normal, like not, uh, you know, left is left, right is right. That is a normal thing. Only it's starting to become a more thing now where games let you change that. But, for example, even Kingdom Hearts 3, I don't think let you do it at at first. Maybe Red Dead. There was something because one of the podcasts I listened to. At first, I would love it to think that Kingdom Hearts 3 allows you the ability to unlock whether or not you invert your. No, I think it does. (laughs) I think it lets you. I mean, not unlock, but I think they might have added it. But I'm pretty like it's a it's a it's a life. What's the word? We just said it earlier. Hmm? Quality of life. Yeah, it's one of those things because uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, Comic Conspiracy. His the main host Ryan. His wife has to invert everything that she plays. Yeah, and he so he every so often he brings up how like you can't invert in this game. I don't remember what game he was complaining about. I know she beat Kingdom Hearts three, so he must be able to invert that. But there was some game she he mentioned where she's like, you can't invert, so she can't play it. And it's kind of just like you know, it's just maybe not even quality of life. It's more of just a you know, just giving people that have different you know that need different things. You know, I can't think of the word. I know there's a word it's for like, it. It's like an instinctual accessibility. Yeah, it's like an instinctual reflexive level that I will always pull down to go up, you know, which doesn't make sense. It's inverted, but it's because I had a flight stick and I grew up yeah, playing with Star Fox 64 and stuff. A lot of um, games have that in there, but, you know, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt. I mean, I'm sure it's not hard for a game just to put these features in there. Yeah, I mean, you can't be just, like, like, here you can you can invert your controls if you really want to. Like, it, I'm sure it's not that difficult because, I mean, I can do it with emulator just fine. I and mean, yes, I know it's completely different, but still, I doubt it's that difficult to just put a taco on to switch controls. Right. But I've not been able to figure it out for, um, <laughs> for, for whatever, whatever I ninjas had was not the way my brain processed it. And it, this is again, Oh three where you don't have that ability. I think mm-hmm. Mario sunshine also didn't have the ability 
to change like invert either way. Like at least like invert Y seems to be like pretty common in all games now, but it is not yes. in this era. But no, not not in 2003. It, it became a well, they weren't really thinking of accessibility in games at this time. They were thinking of just make a game. Yeah. And also make default controls for everybody. Like just, you know, like yeah. accept us on our terms. And like that's fine. Accessibility become more of a thing as, yeah. as we get into the future when so like a game like this would have had easy. And if this game was made in, you know, today, it would have an easy, normal, hard because yeah. they understood. Or yeah. back then, this was still a different era. So it's a weird game. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the, the second boss fight. I want to talk about that real fast. You fight him in a sub like a shooter level where you have to go back left and right and shoot him. <laughs> Yeah, and it was all right. I had a hard time fighting the giant fish. I died, but it was still it's cool that all the boss fights are different, except I wanted boss fights with the regular controls because I like the controls. I wanted to just be the ninja and fight, not. But yeah, I regretted that when I got it. So maybe it's I'm OK with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about. And then the, the third world, the jungle world, which is it's OK. It has a few levels that really broke me, I think. Or no, I was well cheating at this point. But third, it, it's it's a little hard, I think, in the third area. The third area was also really hard to like. That was the first area where like this is really hard to navigate to some of these levels. Yes, like, I missed the some. gates. The gates were hard to get to. It was also it's also one of those weird swimming choices where you can't jump out of the water. You have to find a ramp. So if you yeah. were trying to make a jump because you have to do it, it's like a double jump and a helicopter to get to one of the levels. And if you don't, then you have to like truck. You have to truck like a weird distance to get back to try it again. It's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, no, I a, do. It's, it's a 20 were... to 30 second repetition, which doesn't sound like a lot, but also it's like, ah, like, just let me get to this level. I couldn't find some gates in this, in this game. And that was a thing that kind of like irritated me. Like I shouldn't have a hub world where I can't find stuff. Right. That, that I mean, like, and I'm dumb. So like, I, like I have a hard time. I had a hard time with that with portal two's multiplayer. And I had a hard time with that with Splatoon uh, finding like where even I'm supposed to find the level to even get into them. That yeah. that that's a that's a problem for me. And I know Sunshine Mario 64 and that has that. And so I, I really liked how I really like when they went back to Galaxy 2 and they're just like, here's all the levels. I'm like, thank y'all. I mean, at least this game is a progress screen. If you tap start, you can yeah. look at what levels you beaten and what levels you haven't. So all that is there for you. Yeah. And then I could I could never process. And, th- and this may be me a dumb thing is I couldn't process what doors were doors to levels and what doors were doors to go back to the previous world. That wasn't you. They don't, there, there's no identification other than where the door is. Like doors are different. Like there'll be a doors with a bluish color or a brownish color. That doesn't mean it doesn't identify them at all. They just change the colors here and there. Oh, so they, so they're, so like, oh, like is that door, the door to my previous world or not that they do look the exact same. Cause yes, then it do. kicks off a weird, it, and it then it has you. to go to like a, Again, this this sounds stupid, but it's quality. Like it then cuts to it doesn't do like an overlay of text of like, here's go back to junk world three, go back, you know, it always kicks to the ghost of your master, which we haven't even talked about, Um, but whatever. (laughs) And then he's like, hey, you can't get into this level. I'm like, "Okay, well, then I guess. All right. More like, hey, do you want to go back to this jungle falls or do you want to go back to this world you've already beaten? I'm like, or this level you've already beaten. I'm like, you could have just put the words there. You could have just an overlay that I walked by story that doesn't matter is you killed your master in the beginning of this game because you grabbed some stone that made you angry and that's the whole point of the game is to beat these bosses and you get these whatever the hell you're getting it doesn't matter MacGuffins so yeah <laughs> so your yeah, sensei's like, dead and every time you have a mission he pops out and tells you stuff and it's annoying as hell yeah it's just like just let me walk into it you know yeah, you can see it. the name of the level like I get it I, I'm okay with it the first time but 
the second, the third time. Like, she, he shouldn't be there anymore because you can see the level, you can see the name. You obviously already know what the level is because you've done it. So, like, why why is he coming back? Poor choices. Uh, I don't think I can't remember any levels that really stood out to me in the jungle world that much. The treetops level because I did it a lot and it had the cool mechanic of like the 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 uh, the homing missile. I remember that one. Okay. There's a hidden dude somewhere that I don't think I found, but I read about later. Oh, you mean the guy that offered that you can buy the levels from? Yeah. Yeah, because that's the only point of collecting coins, which you get in this game all the time. It's just to buy the levels, and it's pretty dumb. You ask me. (laughs) Yeah, it's the only thing that money's for. It's weird. And then, yeah, I don't really remember. Uh, I mean, that one was cool because it had, like, it was inside, like, the egg sack of some, like, giant bug. And that was pretty cool. Yes, Um, I cheated that level the first time because I couldn't figure out how to do a jump. I'm like, I don't care. Cheat code. And then I figured out later. But, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. So, I mean, like, I think that that one, that was where the game started getting like, oh, this is a little tedious. Although I do really like World 4. I just don't like the, the hub part of it. I think no, the, hub part think part. the levels themselves are pretty interesting, although they're pretty daunting. Yeah, but it gets it gets more variety. Like, I missed a lot of levels in 3. I do want to talk about the boss in 3, though, real fast. This is a fight where I I I cheat coded it because I just was having, even with safe, just I was having a really hard time. I didn't like this fight at all. This is you're in a mech, I think, but you're in a mech that you can't move left or right. You just have to, like, aim and shoot things. OK, it's something like that. It's a weird. I can't even remember. I'm going to remember it right now. Yeah, you're like a gun. You're like in a gunner thing and you have to the ball. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, he's like a giant fish head, but you can't you're you're yeah, you're in a turret. Let's say a turret and you can't really move and you have to reload your gun and like he'll shoot enemies at you you have to shoot the enemies that he spawns like ghost things to charge up your we- charge up your special cannon and then once you kill enough then you oh, can yeah. shoot him with your special cannon that's the only way to hurt him yeah but i remember this i had a really hard time with it like it just i don't i was missing things a lot like i just couldn't keep up with the with the stuff he's shooting you can't dodge in any way and the enemies are smart enough to like when they come out they'll go and they'll attack in like three different directions to confuse you yeah and it works I'm not saying that the Zelda Mario boss battle format of figure out their gimmick three times and then just exploit it three times. And it's it's a day is the better. But this 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 ain't it, man. Um, no, I mean, OK, the bosses are cool that they're unique. Their problem is they're too they're too tight. Yeah. When it comes to like the skill that you need to beat it. Like that was my problem is that if this game had like an easy mode, I would have enjoyed it a whole lot more because yeah. the difficulty was too high and like yeah. it's enemies like for this example like this boss you would have, if he was in a few less enemies at me like when i have to cheat and i'm using save states and i have to use cheat codes because i feel like i'm you're beating me too much there's an i mean and I'm, I'm not a great gamer but i'm not a bad gamer okay i played enough games on this yeah. show i am not a bad gamer i mean i do cheat all the time people might but like it's just one of those things where like when i have to do that and i like yeah your 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 game is a little too hard <laughs> bad yeah it's yeah yeah because with safe states, I can see what's coming. But I mean, I do like the fact that all the bosses, all the boss fights are unique. Like, they're all yes. different mix in a way. I like that. I mean, in the jungle world, you had a level that I didn't find till way later where you jump on logs and you just platform. Yeah. Most level. That was fun. Like, there's, I liked it when the game let me just do platforming. There's a lot. What, there's a like, there's a lot in it. It's just not tight and it's not like pruned oh. right. And it's just like. I mean, I think like all these like gimmicks and there are a lot of gimmicks. Like if I was to make a YouTube video of it, you'd be like, man, this game looks fucking like crazy. There's a lot of shit in here. Mm-hmm. And there is. It's just not well tuned. 
um, <laughs> which I guess is to be expected. But um, it's like, oh yeah, the the log jumping. But then like it it like in a way that like a Mario game like properly builds, like you do this and then you do more. It feels like we did this and we're gonna do the exact same thing again and the exact same thing again. Yeah, and like the just, boss battles feel that way. It's like you get in. They're too you're long. Gonna to keep, you're going to do this boss battle, but you're not. It's not really changing that much between each like round. It's just like more. But like, yeah, there's, there's no like, like yeah, one thing there are too many hits like that. Yeah. I complain about in a lot of games is that everything in this game, like for all the boss fights, for example, like you're saying, they take too long, too many damn times to have to hit the boss. Where it's like, OK, I understand the gimmick. Just three times. Move on. Like. It would be more fun that way. Right. The, the the fourth world boss is very much that way. I'm like, this... I, mm. I figured out what the game wants me to do. Why? And I can execute on it. I'm just taking fucking forever to do it. And then in those little mini bosses that we were talking about where you jump in the air, they go from you fighting a guy that with a giant sword to you fighting turtles that shoot rockets at you later on. Right. And the turtles with the rockets are really annoying. <laughs> they take long. Call them cockroaches, but yeah, I think they're probably turtles. <laughs> <laughs> they look at turtles to me. Yeah. But again, you do live in Texas, so aren't cockroaches more of a thing, I think, in Texas? Yeah, tree roaches. We got them big ones. Big ones. I don't have roaches. I've never ran into a roach here, thank God, in this state. <sighs> but I used to work with someone that lived in Alabama or Mississippi, one of those states. Is that a regional like, thing? Yeah, a roach is a regional thing? That's wild. Okay. I, I oh. did live in England once uh, for, for a few months, and admittedly through like a winter spring. I, ne- I never saw a goddamn bug ever. It, it varies. Like um, a friend of mine. We've been on the show. She lived in Phil, not Phil, no, sorry, not, she's gonna kill me. Uh, Virginia, and I know she was saying like, yeah, it was just a normal thing that all apartment buildings had roaches there. Like it's just a thing. Yeah, we we got big. My my wife's from Kansas, and she's like, she's like, that's a big roach. I'm like, honey, that is not a big roach. My my roaches are like one to two inches long. Oh, they're fucking yeah. huge. Well, you're in Texas. I mean, Texas yeah. is known for everything's big in Texas, right? Yeah, toast and uh, yeah, um, and uh, <laughs> and guns and cruelty towards women. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> everything's bigger here. Um, <laughs> I do want to visit though one day. I still yeah. kick my, well, I don't kick, it's not my fault, but I always make the joke. I, I had tickets to go to Plano, Texas for work at the time for my previous job to go for a, for training. And I was excited to go. And then it was March of 2020. So I didn't go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I still think about it, like, man, that would have been fun. Yeah. Plano. I don't know if the wet and wild is still there, but, uh, which is like a water park. Oh. <laughs> you never know. It's not the good something else. Yeah, yeah, I believe Plano has good uh, high school football teams also. If I, I just wanted I just wanted to go to well, I was gonna go see JFK I've said many times on the show, and yeah. then I also wanted to just go there just to go there. Absolutely. I still want to go to Texas one day, but we'll see. I need to meet a bunch of you guys. Like you, Carrie, Cody, like there's a bunch of people I know in I Texas know. that I'm gonna try to get if I ever visit. So <laughs> Okay, I ninja <laughs> before I got before I distracted us. I'm trying to think what else is left. Like the fourth, third world, there isn't. I mean, it's just more of the same, but it's in a the jungle theme. The fourth world is like, what is the fourth world again? It's like the cavern kind of thing, and also like a factory. It's got. It's kind of cool. There's a, there's a hub world level, which I always like hub and spoke worlds, um, especially in Zelda, um, where you like go down one of the three spokes, and then at the end you fight something, or and then you know, and you you end up back in the middle, and you have to do all three things. I liked it. I fucked up at the very end of the first spoke because I was like, I, I didn't realize I was supposed to destroy something. And you walk <laughs> out and like a little dude with a little, a little ninja with a helicopter shoots rockets at you. And these things are the bane of my existence. They're the one reason I, my game ended in World 5. But we'll talk about that in a sec. Um, and I didn't realize like the second you see him just throw your like ninja stars at mm-hmm. him and kill him. Because if you allow him to take off one shot, you're not going to be able to kill him. So I like fell 
at the end of the spoke because it like brought me up to the top area. And I'm like, am I going to do this whole spoke? Yes, again? you are. Actually, no. Oh, you don't have to? No. It turns out it, I, it spawned an elevator that then I could just walk back up. Or could, like right in front of the end of that spoke and put an elevator. I just walked on it and then came back up. It's the only time this game like gave me any modem come of like decency wow. towards me. I'm surprised. You must have stepped I on it before you got hit. Yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, because um, when you step on it, it lowers it to bring you back down. So it's not the game doing you a favor. It's just the game mechanic is that when you step, when you get to the end, you step in the elevator, it lowers you. I got lucky, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, you did because you wouldn't I, step I, in the elevator and got knocked off. It wouldn't have been there. I'm pretty. But I sure. didn't do. I didn't do any of the multiplier level. Uh, I did not ever see like. Is there like a red coin challenge on that, or do this in a certain amount of time? Uh, I can't tell you because I was done at this point. Like. I had I had I went and did the math to look how many levels there were, and I had enough stuff to to finish the game. So right. I stopped. Bo- I'm like, because I didn't want to really get extra stars. I just want to get enough to beat the game. And I looked at it and said, okay, even if I beat all the levels, I still will have like one too many. So I didn't care, and I just I so I, I didn't try. In World Four and Five, I didn't bother with any extra stuff. Yeah, I didn't either. And I, well, you see, those levels are fucking long, and it's not well, like we're bad at it either. Like I was like, okay, I beat this. Or, or I get lost in the level and be like, okay, so what am I supposed to do? You know, because the game, I couldn't figure it out because I'm dumb. But in like every single walkthrough level on YouTube is also like 15 minutes long for per level. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, it's yeah, crazy. it's just a really long game in, in the amount in the level wise. Like it's not like the game only takes about what, 10 hours to beat or so, I think, with how long I, it takes. To be fair, like honestly, like because there's only probably what, 15, 16 levels in this entire game. Uh, there's more than like, that, I think. If they weren't multiple, if they didn't make you do the same level three times, like, I think really it could fucked. probably be in like three. You probably, it's, I, it's still probably like four or five hours, which is, I guess, short for this time. But this game didn't sell anyway, so who cares? Well, yeah, um, it's really short. I mean, that was the thing in, in 2003. If your game wasn't a certain, I mean, they used to, like I've said this before in the show, they would rate games and how long they were at that time. Right. See, now, it's not a thing. Like, now you would beat the levels once, have all the extra challenges if you wanted it, and that would be it. It wouldn't have the same gimmicks, but that it was that time yeah that's why so I, I absolutely get why it is but it's just like it's copy pasted in like a way that like is not smart so with that whatever <laughs> but i i liked it except i didn't like the fact that like there was like significant amount of like platforming challenges to like get back or get to each of the three levels that were in world four three or four levels i guess and then and then after you beat the level it didn't like spawn you back at the beginning of the the hub world you had to walk back to the center Mm-hmm. To then go find the other like hu- the other spokes of that hub world. And that's one, like, especially in World Four. Like it's just so big, and f- I, I had a hard time finding the levels in Episode Four or Level yeah. Four, World Four. Like they're just they're out there. Yeah, I mean you had like, to like for one of them you had to run up and down a bunch of platforming puzzles, do hooks and everything just to get to the stage. And I'm like, well, this is stupid. Yeah. And if you die after you get to the stage, like when you beat it, it doesn't like you said it doesn't warp you back and just puts you right back where you were. I'm like, I and, don't and then if you fail on those jumps, then it kicks you back to the. Yeah. where you exited the level, like, which you can't now. go back into and like fully wipe out because you haven't spawned the uh, the challenges yet because they require a different belt. Yeah, it, it's it's got issues. I mean, there are some fun. There's a there's a really fun level in four where you're like jumping on different moving blocks, killing enemies, hitting a switch, and then you are trying to keep moving up. And I really enjoyed that level. Yeah, like when the game platforms, the game is fun. Right. It's just that the game doesn't like the platform and likes to yeah. make, do a lot of gimmicky things. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, you know, I know y'all are doing the Tomb Raider games and stuff. I think Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider does this better also, where it's like, we're just focusing on platforming right now. No combat. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. 
and then we'll just focus on combat. I think it isolates those two concepts really well. It does, in a way especially that- Rise. Yeah. I haven't played Shadow yet, but I will be actually in a few months. So Yeah. Awesome. I just got that on my Steam Deck. It was on sale. Um, I got but, it. Yeah. Yeah. So a long time ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they came out like the trilogy, I want to say like last Christmas for free or something. It was awesome. But I couldn't right. figure out how to make that work on my Steam Deck because I'm dumb. Um, Give me but... one second. My kitten is grabbing my first appearance comics and throwing them on the ground with her oh, claws. No. Give me one second. Leave Lobo alone, kitten. Lobo number one. Okay, I'm back. Noise. I was looking your... over and I thought all of a sudden I heard noise and I see one comic on the ground. I'm going to leave part of this in, by the way. And then I look <laughs> over and I go, okay. And then I noticed that I'm like, okay, one comic. And then I noticed she grabbed her paw. I'm like, okay, stop it. And then she <laughs> threw that in the ground. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm about to get up. And then she grabbed more comics. I'm like, okay, now I have to do something because I have a whole pile of comics that I'm going to put on my wall I haven't gotten to. Nice. Because I'm lazy. And <laughs> someone decided that uh, that was they were not. No, she wanted to be. And now she's on the shelf. So she just wanted the shelf. Mm-hmm. Gotta love cats. I do love that creature, but oh my god, cats! That's why can't have nice things like Disney Infinity figures out? <laughs> yes, because they are grabbed by two paws and thrown. Like literally, I took them off the top shelf where she climbed, put them on the lower shelf, and I watched her dangle over with two paws, grab it with two paws, and throw it, and then go down and attack it. And I'm like, you're like cute. It was cute. cute. Like, it, I wish. That. It's one of those things, as I say, I say more times than I should, that I wish I had an eye that recorded everything in my head. And I could then, you know, upload that footage if I wanted to, to you know, and see it. And that's one of those things that I wish, like, you know, I saw it and I wish I could have taken that footage and like had it. But, you know, I don't have a camera in my eyes. Said it's immortalized on an iNinja podcast. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's also in a few others, too. But yes, you're going to hit 100K like immediately after this episode comes out. See, now, if I if I clip that and put it in a TikTok, maybe, Yes. yes. I don't make TikToks yet. Disney Infinity figures my cat found. Yeah, that's chill. Hey, if I could, if I could put that, <laughs> if I had a video of her grabbing it and throwing it off and put it on TikTok with the right music, like, oh no, oh no, yeah. it might work. <laughs> Fucking TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I Ninja, the fourth world, besides it being a monster huge and there being a, a few fun levels, I, I do want to talk about the boss fight. Is that Malachi? I don't remember the name. <laughs> it was, yeah. But why don't you talk about this one? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's 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 your most standard video game boss fight in this game. Uh, um, for the yeah, um, but it's like it's got two phases. It's one where you kind of like are jumping around platforms that are like constantly sinking and rising into lava. And then you I can't remember exactly, but you grab something and then you you shoot it towards him once you get a multiplier. And then after you've done like half the damage that which frankly took me too long to even get to phase two, I would say like two or three minutes. Then you're like in this arena where you're just supposed to like fight him, but he warps away a lot. And again, he takes like, I would yep. say at least like 30 hits to kill. It's uh, you, you grab shurikens and you throw shuriken. And the way the way it works is you're jumping on the platform. Shurikens keep respawning. That's what it is. That's what it was. I remember shooting. Them again. Yeah, it's a circle level. Yeah. And he's shooting things at you. <laughs> but it takes like it's like it's like mm-hmm. too long. It's, it's like it's too long of a phase. And the second phase, like you have to like dodge a certain amount of blasts and then you can hit him. But you also have to dodge the hit when you're coming to him that he's going to do at you. And he knew one of three different ways. Save stage. Thank you. I could, and if you don't do that, if he hits you, then you lose your whole opportunity to hit him. And the level continues or the fight. Right. You just got to wait again. It's just way too long. I, and I hit him enough. I, I fought him enough times that I would say I re-triggered my my auto heal ability three times. Mm-hmm. You can like I you get a lot of time for that. It wasn't hard. It was just like, 
Why Stupid. are we still doing this? Why are we still doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the game it has so much padding, it feels like. I'm, I'm wondering if this was on a tight deadline, like they didn't have a whole lot of time, so they were just trying to do what they could to get it out, and yeah. part of it of getting it out on time was doing stuff like this. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if those things, I wonder if it's the Nintendo approach also that, like, they got, like, Ninja's movements, like, solid down and then tried to figure out levels around it. Huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, I think he controls really well. I think the mechanics are really good, and then they don't know how to do level design around it, which I don't know what Croc is like either. I've never played Croc. I don't um, want to. Right. But so, so, so <laughs> this right. game, yeah, this game makes such a great first impression because to me, Cause I'm like, oh shit! Like, there's so many different things. Every level is different. There's all these things I can swoop. I'm running down these rails. I turn into a ball. I'm doing this gunpowder thing. I'm fighting a mech. Oh my gosh! I'm a silly ninja. I'm, you know, it's just like everything is like, oh my gosh! There's so much to this game, and then it just kind of stays there. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> that's, I mean, that that's the thing. Is like, I think like like Mario or Splatoon. You know, Nintendo talks about how we spend like so much time just trying to make sure the characters right. And then they probably ran out of time to actually like do le- like legit levels. That's, that's, what it feels. It. that's what it feels like to me. I don't know anything about it. I mean, but Argonaut's also like a gun for hire. You know, they're not. They're, I mean, you know, this is an original IP, but like they didn't they didn't strike me as a team that like had a lot of money and flexibility to spend like five or six years on a game. No. And they I think they went bankrupt after, shortly after this, too. I don't think, I don't think so they too. made it much farther. Yeah, I know that it's a Dylan something is still around. Like he may, you know, he's consulted on the Star Fox games later. And he made like Xscape and stuff for DSi. Oh, OK. Um, yeah, yeah so he's, I, still, he's still around because there was a second game planned for the series and a GBA game that yeah, I was actively one. looking forward to because I'm a Game Boy guy. Neither one happened. <laughs> no. I'm pretty yeah, sure this game did not, like you said, did not make money. So <laughs> that was I, the end of that. It didn't. I The thing is, is, I feel like this game could do a good do over. Like if you take like all the mechanics of it and then just like make good levels around it. I think it can be really solid. Yeah, um, I can agree with that. And then we should then, talk. We should talk about the last world now. That's all we got left. Mm-hmm. The, the last level is kind of is broken into two parts and the levels I thought were kind of fun because I didn't have to do any of the gimmicky stuff. I just did cool platforming. And then I you beat like and it feels like you're trying you're trying to take out his defense system because you're in his like, like little moon base mm-hmm. place where you teleport to. Yeah, yeah I mean, I thought it was cool. It kind of had a poor level design where you had to you had to like do some of the things like you running up half pipes back and forth and, you know, doing some wall jumping and grinding some rail. You had to like do a half pipe to get high enough to then grind a rail. And then you're going to have to like you have to like mm-hmm. do the uh, grapple hook across a, a cavern. But there's a dude with the rockets that you're supposed to shoot with the shurikens before you even get to that point. So because otherwise he'll just shoot you in the air and then you go back to the beginning of the level. Not dead again, but with less health and Safe do things. all that. Yeah. Or I think what you're supposed to do is I and this is where I was just I said, fuck this game. Because I, I didn't see that grapple hook at, at first. There's to the right. You're supposed, I went forward and then I killed like and I went and fought the cockroach turtle. And then after you fight him, then he gives you shurikens. And then you're stuck in this room. And you're like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? So then you're supposed to double back. And then then you have shurikens to kill that dude. That's oh. what that's what you think you're supposed to do. But it's not obvious. And at that point, I was emotionally done. And no, like, I don't blame you. Like this game I mean, goes on too long. It, it's it, this has not been a great experience in terms of like I loved this game. I talk about this game all the time about how flipping awesome it is, and you can go back and listen to all the teases. And it's like me remembering a fond relationship and then realizing like, oh, this is this is no good. Um, <laughs> that, you know, that's a really good metaphor for this game. 
I mean, that's like any like. I mean, we I played old games on the show that I loved, and I went and replayed. I went, oh no, oh no, <laughs> like it's just it wasn't what I remembered. Right, and that's what. And then I was like, at this point, like we are damaging the memory of Ninja here. Oh, I had not mine. I'm not I had none this anymore. <laughs> I, it, it, the damage has been done. Um, oh, and the fifth world is broken up into two stages. You have like or two parts. You have the ones in the base, and then after you beat those, you unlock like a portal that then takes you to like his special space base. Mm-hmm. And you have a couple levels there, and then you, which I, one's like just a, a, a just a gauntlet of enemies. That was kind of cool, actually, but just a gauntlet of enemies. I, I didn't mind it, and then you get into the final boss fight. Did you watch a video of Odor? I didn't end up doing that. <laughs> You didn't miss. This you is the see, actual pictures of all the, the funny puns, though. Mm-hmm. There are a lot. Of, I mean, OK, we should say that there's a lot of puns in this game. There's a lot of stupid shit that's hilarious, kind of, especially if you're, you know, young. <laughs> so like, I, yeah, I like was, that was nice into it when I was 18. I was like, this is hilarious. I mean, there's Don Blue. Don Blue's always got like kind of a fucked up sensibility. I mean, oh, there's like, an enemy like you're not enemy, but one of the bonus stages like, oh, you come here to see my pussycat. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I sent you that that screenshot mm-hmm. of that image. Yeah, I didn't go back and read my review from 2003, but I'm sure I called that out. Um, it's kind of hidden. You have to, like, find it. Yeah. You don't just you'd have to you have to go through and find the, the special lady or somewhere else or the bonus. Yeah, she was on a boat. Yeah, she's the awesome. bonus are hard. <laughs> they yeah. are. So after you, you do that, but the final fight is kind of it's kind of a regular fight with some gimmicks to it, because the way you fight him is he's just a big he's a big guy in the center of the stage. And he shoots these like CDs, he shoots these blades at you, and you have to let him shoot the blade, jump over them, run at him, hit him in the stomach, and then he does like a pound attack, which you can, and you have to run away and then repeat the process over and over again. And the thing that got me, I'll play him safe today, so it didn't matter, but once you beat him, he has a second phase where he runs away and you have to chase after him and then do the exact same thing. But now he has a another cannon that he can, if you get, if you're farther away, he can launch like two missiles at you. And it's just like, I don't want to do this all. It's all pretty much the same fight otherwise. Mm-hmm. Except every so often he launches you farther away and you have to get to him, go through an extra extra attack. I mean, the only yeah. good thing is like in this game, like with this boss fight and many fights in the game, as you hit and as you hit, you er, you build up a meter, which then you can heal yourself so you can keep going. Mm-hmm. Which is better than yeah. like the first couple fights. But yeah, because the first level, like you, like you don't even have like, like, how the fuck am I supposed to heal in this game? You can't heal. Yeah, I was confused. I'm like, are there healing items? I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, nope, nothing. Not until you beat the first boss. Right. So it it had its moments. Like, I mean, I did enjoy the final fight, but it reminded me of Ratchet and Clank. First one, the final, where it just goes <laughs> too, too long. I really hated that fight, by the way. Oh, my gosh. I do. We, I talked, we talked about like that final level. Ratchet and Clank. Oh, my. Ratchet and Clank won for PS2. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It's oh. that era. There's something about that era that just has games that I mean, cause they were past the rental era, but they were there was I mean, you know, maybe rental still around, but it's like they were something about where they make games just way too long and way too hard at times for mm-hmm. like padding. Like it was just stupid padding. Well, I, I, I like the current era where I'm like, hey, this game is three hours long. Enjoy it. OK, awesome. <laughs> but that wasn't really till a 360. I think when that starts. So, yeah. And also, I just want to say, like the, the sword, the sword does get way more powerful as you as you progress through the game, right. as you level it up and stuff. Like I, I had soul sword, and that was cool. Right, like depending on how many enemies you kill. So there's like multiple like resources and currencies, and the coins don't matter. But that one did, and like that was cool because then you, and I love that because then you feel like oh, I can really waste the the enemies in the earlier levels, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah, it, it does. You fight it doesn't help you with the it doesn't help you with the speed levels. But, um, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Except for kill the enemies, but that's mm-hmm. not time, thank God. 
And then he gets this, he gets some stone, he resurrects his master, and then the game ends. And credits roll. And that's that's I Ninja. Okay. Guess what I gave it? Guess what I gave it? I found it on my, my old review. Guess what I gave it? Uh, out of 10. 9.2. Nine. <laughs> I called it one of the most enjoyable games I've ever played. I compared it to Super Mario Brothers 1 for being so much damn fun. Damn. But also, it came at the right time for you. I think I also really hated Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, and I was I had a, I had a beef. <laughs> that game's not good. Yeah, I was like, because I never played a Final Fantasy until Crystal Chronicles. I'm like, what the fuck is is this? What everybody's talking about? This is shit. I give me back I Ninja, which is not fair. But um, I didn't also understand <laughs> no, I mean, what Crystal Chronicles was trying to do. But Crystal Chronicles, I did not like it when I played it either. Yeah, so I, I was, get it. I was like, I'm not I'm not a fan. Um, so so that that that's my review of it. I also said it had well designed levels, which is fucking wrong. But here we are. <laughs> All right. Oh, right. So that brings us to questions, comments, or memories. And to my amazement, I actually have a bunch. Yes. To my amazement. Because, like, I post every, every, you know, every week. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I never know what I'm going to get. Like, I've had games that are really popular. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, and I get nothing. And I have games like this where I post in four groups expecting nothing and got comments. So I'm going to start with. The I watched the entire Overlord Replay Facebook group. And first one I got from Justin McElwee. McEl- I hope I pronounced that right. I remember playing the demo a ton. Bought the game and enjoyed from what I can recall. Probably a well, PS2 don't go back and report. Like a jam pack or something, I would guess. <laughs> and from Clayton Horn, this just unlocked a core memory for me. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, from the Giant Bomb group, I got one comment. I can't remember if we actually own this or just rented, but I recall enjoying it a lot. And having a blast playing it. I love the robot boxing boss fight. Thought that was the coolest thing ever. Definitely a game that I wanted to go back to at some point, but never have. I have no idea how it holds up these days. Well, yep. <laughs> not good. Nuggy. Not good at all. And from the official Laser Time community that we're both a part of, mm-hmm. I got I got a few. Uh, from Ross Dobson. I had this on PS2. Loved it, but having to put in hours of hard work on it and managing to get on get to the final level, I'd rather foolishly turn... The PS2 off mid-save and lost everything on the save file. Up until that point, I thought it was fun with just the right balance of quirky combat, platforming humor. I even still have it. May have to dig out the PS2. Good luck. From Connor Wade. Oh, wow. That's a throwback. Reminds me of a similar forgotten platformer. And he posted a picture of a game called Scaler, which I never heard of. Never heard of Scaler. From Corgi Hammersmith. I never played it. I just remember it was a shelf warmer when it came out while I was working at GameStop. (laughs) I can believe that. From Rob Smith, the first game I ever asked for as a birthday present. The music is incredible throughout, and the bosses are all really creative. And from John Barnes, one of the three games that came with Pac-Man Verse on GameCube. Pac-Man World 2 was the most well-known. The third was R Racing Evolution. I have no idea oh, what that is. Weird. It was on a demo? It was on demos on Pac-Man World? Oh, that's okay. That's what he's talking about then? Maybe. What the? Okay. Right. I mean, it's a Namco game. I don't think we, we probably said at the top of the show. We yeah, did, it's a yeah. Namco game. We yeah. kept going, but yeah. That's wild. And from, I actually, okay, I got a lot of comments from Nintendo GameCube enthusiasts, which I was surprised that people had stuff to say about this game because they didn't have much to say about like Star Fox Adventure. Maybe not Adventure, but there was some GameCube game they didn't have a lot to say about that I covered. From Bill Loft, one of my all time favorite games for GameCube. Did you know Ninja is voiced by Billy West, a very popular voice actor, also known for Fry on Futurama, Ren and Stimpy, and Bugs Bunny in the first Space Jam movie? Mm-hmm. I did not until Vincent told me. <laughs> yes. From. Hayden Cartwright, it's an absolute gem. I love this game. I remember playing this with my brother, and we would play this game for days on end, collecting the grades and improve our ninja skills. Super fun game. Would recommend to anyone who hasn't played it yet. Good luck. <laughs> and he had a comment. He said, a few levels are killer hard, but it's so much fun. Yep. 
and from Robert Kane, one of the most memorable games from my childhood. I couldn't even tell you how many hours I put into beating this over and over again, from fighting a robot after repairing your own robot covered in sand on a beach to log riding to avoiding lasers, eye ninjas are a must-have in your collection. Okay. From Terry Owen, classic underrated game. I loved this game so much and was gutted and never got a, a PAL release. I ended up buying the NTSC version and chopping my cube mm. so I could play it. Or chipping my cube, ah. not chopping. From Adrian Cracknell, I really love this game. It's a lot of fun, and I love to replay it every once in a while. Never fully beat it, though. I always wanted to buy. I lost my copy so long ago. I still got more, but I can't believe how many people love this game. It's the Maui Mallard effect. <laughs> you, you know about it. People are gonna, you, you tee them up. They're like, no one else has talked about our ninja ever. Okay, from everybody. Andy Hawkins, I had this game as a child, loved it. From Joe Ray's, I only rented it maybe once back in the heyday. I do own it for original Xbox. I got to give this game a chance. Oh, yeah, this game came out for Xbox, PS2, and GameCube. I want to oh say God. it's like it like a sneaky HD. I, I yeah, because I play it has a widescreen mode, which I played in my like Dolphin emulator on my Steam Deck. Like it, it like has widescreen. It's fucking stupid. I think I saw it on GameSack though. Like it's got either a t- I think it's 1080p or maybe even 4K. Like it upscales. It's crazy. I'm going to read two more because I just have a bunch of people to tell how much they love it. From Josh Clayberg, underrated, amazing game. And from John Olivia, love this game. Have it on GameCube. Laugh out loud, out loud, Monus plus cartoony ninjas. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. And last one, I'm going to read one more. From Autumn Lester, I vaguely remember playing this game. His sensei dies. That's all I remember. <laughs> okay. Are you surprised how many people had good things to say? No, not at all. Absolutely. I'm I, I'm 100% this. I mean, it's like they said, like a blast from the past. Like it's one of those memory bank things like this came out almost 20 years ago. Nobody talks about it. And I'm given an opportunity to talk about it. It's not in the world of, you know, great platformers of that era. But I can assume the GameCube people like be like, OK, well, we've already talked like Star Fox to death and we've talked, you know, Sunshine to death. I've got nothing else to share about this. Oh, Nine Ninja? Yes, of course. Absolutely. It's an original IP. Like, I understand how people would be excited about it if they knew about it, which, if you're in a game enthusiast group, makes sense. And even, like, Laser Time makes sense. That, absolutely. Like, it's it's one of those things. Like, I, I'm happy to talk about it. I talk about it, you know, people's ears off. You hadn't even heard of it. And I'm like, oh, dude, it's amazing. And now, like, the real memories are coming in. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> they should have stayed memories. You can't go back sometime. <laughs> Oh, no, that's happened before. Okay, there's been episodes I've done in this show. The same thing has happened to me. It's just, it's kind of that effect of when you go back to something that you remember loving, but then times have changed and you have right. changed. But also, like you were saying, top of the show, or at some point during the show, you know, before the recording too, like this game came for you at the right time. I mean, I had games like, example, I played Arkham Knight on this show. This is not long, you know, an old memory, but I played Arkham Knight for the show and I had just gotten fired from my job. And it came at the perfect time just to sink 30 hours into that game before right. I went back to work. Absolutely. You know, yeah. so sometimes games just come at the right time. Like, the, you know, the, you're going through stuff in your life. And like when COVID first started, I replayed Xenogears because I just needed I needed that. And that mm-hmm. worked. Absolutely. That said, all these comments do get me like I'm just like shat on this game that I loved. And then I'm like, but then these comments are like, oh, my God, it's great. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like hyped again. I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where, like, you can. It's nothing wrong with enjoying it. It's just, it's just, it's just a hard game. That's all. Yeah. It's just, it's too hard. But when, you know, if you're younger, or if you're like you were saying, you were in a state where you were depressed, and you were probably out of work. I'm assuming you just got out yeah. of college. Yeah, I was in college. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So you had time just to sit there and play the same game over and over and over again. I think the next Christmas was similarly bad, and it was X Men Legends One. I like X-Men Legends 1. I do, too. I don't know going back to it. I have not played it since (laughs) I got it for Christmas, too. So I have no idea how that game is going to go back. But it's 
it's been it's on my potential list for for years now, and I keep I looking and go, I could put that on the show. Hmm. But I, I just haven't. That game. I love that game, but at the same time, I'm like, mm, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you can go back. Also, <laughs> I mean, you can go back to a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, look at what I do. I go back to a lot of stuff. Yeah, your and mom it, finds a lot of games. Yeah. I, I wish <laughs> it's just very few games she definitely has found. I have not covered them all yet, but <laughs> it's a great name for what the show is. My mom finds a lot of shit and she's like, take this out of my house. I'm like, okay. All right. But she, I don't live near my parents. <laughs> my mom just the box is like, here's your first communion book. Take it. I found this. I'm like, all right, mom. I mean, they have like my dad's trying to get me to take my old toys, and I'm like, eh, I will at some point. I don't want to get rid of them. I mean, they're, I want to go through them and get rid of some of them, and then yeah. keep certain stuff. But I haven't cleaned out my garage yet in my house because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm lazy because it's full of shit. And we move. We're like, oh, I'm just gonna throw all the stuff in the garage and I'll get to it. I've been here two yep. years. Still haven't gotten. That's how, that's how my house is too. So, well, mostly it's my wife's stuff. So it's like I can't. I need her mm-hmm. to do it with me, and that's not always an option. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. So I don't want to spend your weekend doing work. You'd rather do it. Playing video games. I do spend it doing work. Just this kind. Of, I do this work. <laughs> so I'm going to be working Saturdays now with a new job. So it will okay. mess up my recording schedule a little bit. But don't worry. The show will still go on, guys. I'll still have your two to three episodes a week. It just, yeah. It's just be recorded differently, maybe. But it's still coming. Wild. Can't stop. Nothing can stop me at this point. Like, there was a joke a guy, an uh, old guest of the show once made. He's like, it'll be an apocalypse. Mike will still be recording. He's right. Mike still would be. Because what else am I going to do? <laughs> I love this too much. <laughs> All right. We should go on to Shelf Stacker Box. Hey, we just like this episode. There's a lot of padding. That's not about our ninja. Yes. Ah. I'll go first. This is going to go in the box. I had yeah. fun, but I never want to play it again. I got very, very pissed off while playing this game, but I did have my fun moments. I enjoyed the controls. It just, it, it was a game that I actually was worried I wasn't going to finish, but I'm glad that we finally covered it and that it's done and I never have to play it again in my life. <laughs> so. But it's going in the box. But I'm happy I played it. I'm glad that I got to experience yeah. it. I just don't need to again. Yeah. And what about you, Vincent? It's going in the box. It's, uh, <laughs> like it, it, it wants to stay in the memory hole where, you know, yep. Okay. Well, you know, as we said, like, I, I'm glad I played it again. I never need to visit this game again. I, 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 I've seen what I need to see. I don't think anything's going to change in 15 years. Where I'm gonna be like, you know, let's go back to iNinja and do this kind of stuff. That said, still love it. Um, but I don't need to play it again. And I feel like this 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 playthrough did hurt my memory of it, which is sad. But, you know, it is what it is <laughs> on the greener pastures. Well, no, I mean, that's just what happens. I mean, this it's a it's a game. One guy calls it Adam from Talk Game Shoe Bubblegum. He calls it the game my mom found effect yeah. <laughs> where you go back and play an old game. And go, oh, no, <laughs> like Not we did every- Sound, Sound Hill 2, for example, on the show. And we just ripped that game apart. Yeah. So it happens. Not every game can be NBA Street Volume 2. I've never played that. Best game on the GameCube. I don't know if I ever will. You probably won't. It's it, If you were there, it was great. The late, great Bill Russell was on there. He was a beast. He was amazing. I, I, I Yeah. No, I'll never play it. Who am I kidding? So I don't play sports games. So good. Logical extension of NBA Jam. But anyways, that's it for me. Yep. All right. And Vincent, where can people find you at? You can find me on the Some of My Friends Read Comics podcast. It's a book club comic show where we read a monumental comic every two weeks. Mike has been on there to read, as just said, monumental comics, but he came on to read the Super Metroid Nintendo Power comic with us last year. Uh, Chris forgot about that. Um, Dobson has been on like your Perfect Dark episode and I think your Sandman episode. Yes, Dollhouse. He also is a great resource. We've also got Kia on there who's just just a great group. We recently covered Scalped, 
and we're recording something to uh, recording some classic 80s Batman comics to eulogize Alan Grant, a writer who recently passed away. He created uh, Scarface and the Ventriloquist, as well as the Ratcatcher, um, who Taika Waititi played in the new Suicide Squad movie. And just go back and look in the backlog. We cover a lot of Swamp Thing. A lot of actually overlap with what your show is. So if you like that, you like Dobson, you think he's a good expert, come on over. We're at like episode 186 that we just came out with. So you've you've now surpassed us. Okay. Um, in episode count. So I have surpassed a lot of people. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I don't miss a week. And we I have never, the show has gone 189 weeks. I have not missed a single week since it started. That's crazy. It's called dedication that is not. Yeah, I mean, that's where that's where we're at, too. You know, we're about to hit episode 200. So we're looking forward to that. But you're also every two week show, aren't you, though? Yeah, we are. We, we we did take one week off for COVID just to just to figure that out. And we took off a couple weeks when my daughter was born. But other than that, we've been pretty solid on the schedule. That's pretty so, good. But mm-hmm. I mean, not as know, solid as games my mom found. That's because I'm insane, okay? Like, there's nothing I love it. I else love it. to it. It's just, it's my obsession. I love it. I mean, I am, like, I'm, my wife puts up with it. <laughs> I mean, she understands, but I, I try to make sure I balance everything well, as I, as I said many times in the show, because that's part of it, is you have to balance. But it's like, I love doing this. I am so happy I started doing this and started creating these things. I just wish it got more attention at the, yeah, but in time. Yeah. I like to believe that in time, if I keep doing this, eventually there will be a point when every, every episode is hitting a thousand downloads, like mm-hmm. day one, and it goes from there. But that'd be nice. I mean, then I could also make money off, but I'm not, I don't do it for the, I wouldn't, I'm never doing this for the money. I'd like to make money mm-hmm. just so I can advertise it to get more listeners. <laughs> that's right. what the money would go into, just into the show. I have a job that, that pays me, so. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah this is the, my podcast is a net negative because we don't have ads <laughs> and we, you know, but it's, you know, it's like a pay for hosting and, you know. Yeah. I make a dollar. Practically pay for comics. Most of the time, I'm just using the subscription services I already have. So, but yeah, so my Our, friends read comics. Well, thank you for joining, Vincent, and, and I'm glad that we finally got this game that you wanted us to cover. Uh huh. Of course, I'm happy to do it. Uh, next time, we'll cover X Men Legends. Okay, I will reach out no. to you if, if I make myself do it. I will try. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially you're on in a couple of weeks or not yeah, weeks or months. Yeah, you're on coming up here for Super Mario 3D Land. Yep, I'll be on the list for that. I'm looking forward to it. Great. And if you enjoyed this episode, there are over 350 other episodes you'd go listen to. So definitely go check out. We do games, movies, comics, TV series. We do just all whatever the, whatever the hell I feel like doing. Top 10 episodes. Just go through our giant catalog. If you can't find what you're looking for, everything is on Podbean. You will find it. If you want to interact with the show host, we have a Discord. You'll see a link in the show notes, but we have a Discord now. And we're trying to, we just started one finally, but. We're talking on it. So you can talk with us, talk with other fans. Please join our, just join our Discord so it looks cooler and makes me happy that there's more people in it. Please, please do that. <laughs> so we do have a Discord. And I want to thank my awesome intro-outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasfer. You can follow her on TikTok. She makes videos all the time. She made our music. Definitely go give her a, a follow. Uh, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. And also give a fo- I want to give a shout-out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who's on the show often. Did all the MCU movies with me. Please go check those out. Those put more effort into anything else I've produced in the show with those those damn reviews. So <laughs> go check those out and check out his podcast, Gamer Looks at Forty, where he interviews he interviews people how video games have affected their life. It's a good way to point it out. Definitely go check him out. He does a really good show. And Kyrie said, follow us. We're on YouTube, audio only, but we are on YouTube. We have a Patreon for little dog. You can vote in our Patreon polls each month. We have one right now. The current poll is horror movies. It's either the Lodge. It, Chapter 1, The Omen, or The Thing. So go vote. For a little while, you can vote in our polls. Each month we do a poll. Next month will be two polls. Ooh. 
for the same month. So go check that out. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody.